Do you call him Bubby? Do I call her Bubby? Call her Bubby. (laughs) 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 Welcome back, guys, to another episode of It's Unorthodox with your favorite hosts, Jillian Godhelf. And Dana Spiegelstein. If you couldn't tell, that intro was from an amazing podcast, a rendition of Call Her Daddy. And as I'm assuming most of you know, there's been a lot of drama with the Call Her Daddy podcast, and we just wanted to talk about it because it's about two best friends who are now not friends at all because they got into business together. And like, Dana... Dana and I had made a pact that, like, we would never let it affect our friendship like this. And, like, just having open and honest communication if, like, we're making any business deals. Jill, I'm like, it's so weird because, like, both Alex and Sophia, they met on Birthright, too. (laughs) So it's just a very small world. But the thing that I wanted to say was that I think that Alex should have just been honest to begin with, like, once she got the raise. Yeah, but I think that... Do we need to get background, Jill? Um, wait, oh, do we need to give background? I was gonna say, did you listen to the episode that she came out with? Yeah. She answered a lot of questions about how Sophia was kind of being sneaky and how, um, she was basically letting her relationship take over their friendship and ruining their trips and stuff, so I feel like... If you ever ruin my trip to goddamn Las Vegas, I know. If we're ever on Logan Paul's show, like you better not mess this up. (laughs) But I think that the I think that the moral of the whole story is just to like be honest with your friends. Jillian and I were literally just having a discussion before this, and we were like, "Why can't people just be honest with each other?" Mm -hmm. We were saying that like if you have something, if you're feeling some certain way about something, why not just confront it? And, like, hit the nail on the head. Like, why don't you just, like, tackle the problem right away instead of being passive-aggressive? Because passive-aggressive people just have stuff bottled up and then they're left stressing about issues and going to their friends about it when their friends can't do damn smack about it. In the meantime, though, like, the reason that people don't, like, hit the nail on the head is because they're shy and they're not as, like, aggressive, whereas both Jillian and I were just, like, born, I think, with more testosterone. So, like... When we have an issue, we hit the nail on the GD head. Yes, I agree. Also, my dad always tells me that I'm, like, the son he never had, so. (laughs) You, like, wake up and he's, like, putting, like, baseball, like, paraphernalia on you and you're, like, dad. Yeah, he's, like, come on, why don't we go throw around the old pigskin? But the point of the call her daddy stuff that we wanted to talk about is we were just wondering and wanted to ask you guys, how are we supposed to get Scooter Braun to want a piece of our cake? And by cake, we mean two things. (laughs) (laughs) Wink implied. I also feel like Scooter Braun, like, represents the most desperate of times and desperate of measures. But, like, we, we are so down for that. I know, exactly. Like, we are that... Um, like, we are that niche of teachers. Like we represent of- desperation. What's your favorite kind of cake? See, I don't... Okay, I'm not a big cake person, but I love cake pops, like cake balls, because they're just moist and, like, mixed in. I'm a mixer. I can't eat my food separately, 
So if there's any way that you can make a cake into just like one mush and you can eat it the whole <laughs> entire thing at once, like that is my favorite. That, that or you could just eat. like when you have a cake, just like mush it into your hands and yeah. then stick the whole thing in your mouth. But I like um I like vanilla cakes. I I can't really say I like cheesecake because at this point my lactose intolerance is through the roof. So your bo- your your body likes uh cheesecake, but your booty hole doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way to put it. That is that is the best way to put it. What about you? What's your favorite? Definitely like some fun fetty action. Um, yeah. Deep- girl i'm yes. like the least vanilla girl with personality but in flavor yeah like you shine through your colors on the inside thank you okay but something that's really sad is that dana and i were actually on birthright three years ago today and it's crazy because that's where this whole thing started this is where we met and just seeing all of these snap memories like it doesn't make quarantine any better and I don't know about you guys, I'm sure you can all relate, like you're getting all of these memories on Snapchat of crazy times that you had, you partying, you traveling the world with friends, and like you're watching them as you're laying in your bed realizing that it's noon and you have still not gotten up. But I also feel like the birthright, I didn't take that many, I feel like I wasn't that big on Snapchat three years ago. Were For, you? No, and... I actually have like when it was when it was our manager Remy's birthday. I have Snapchats from that. I have Snapchats of just like me taking panoramic shots of scenes like views that we would yeah. go to. It's not we just really have, like, grand. Sorry, you go, you go. No, it, it's just not really like us doing things. It's just the places that we got to see. But there's also some of like me in college with friends from two years ago. Or I feel like there's always like. As my memories get, like, more recent, like, we just got so much funnier Mm -hmm. that, like, the content that we are creating and, like, taking videos of just got so much funnier. And I was, like, exactly, you were saying you were, like, taking panoramic on, like, Snapchat. I would never do that now. But, like, with Israel, of course you would do that. Mm -hmm. Um. One of my favorite stories, so basically for those that haven't been on Birthright, you stay in this thing called a kibbutz, and it's basically just like a hotel, and me, Jillian, and Remy were in, were sharing one, and basically at night, like, all the soldiers and, like, all the students on Birthright would all hang out in a room. Do you know where I'm going with this? Mm-hmm. So... We were in the room, like, I think we got, like, bottles of wine. We thought we were so cool, and we're, like, drinking, sweating, because it's so hot. And we were asking the soldiers, like, all these deep questions of just, like, I don't know, we were immature. We were sophomores in college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were sophomores. So. Going into our junior year, it was that summer. So one of, thank you. So one of the soldiers was just like a little bit more shy, but you know, the shy people that the second they drink, they're like all of a sudden the center of like God's will. Mm-hmm. They're like all so, touchy and you're like, I'm sorry, where did you come from? Yeah. Then they wake up and they're like quiet again. And you're like, Hey, uh-huh. <laughs> I know he's in there. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> unleash the beast. Mm-hmm. So, um, so one of the guys I'll call him. Johan um we were asking him if he could have a threesome with like anyone literally anyone in the world like who would it be like he just has to pick two people probably like super hot celebrities probably two women whatever so like dead serious he goes um Mark Wahlberg 
And at first we're like, um, that's pretty interesting. Like he's, he's hot. Like Mm -hmm. he might be in my threesome list, but like not really. Um, That's not the first person out of all of the celebrities that I would choose to, uh, have a threesome with. And it like, didn't take him that long to think of it either. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, you have those like questions like, okay, like I'm on desert Island. What would I bring? Like three things. Mm -hmm. Those questions. Like he genuinely was like Mark Wahlberg, obviously. Mm -hmm. And he thought for a little bit longer and then he goes, and, uh, molly and we're like who's who's molly and then i look at my friend molly who came on the trip with us it was literally our friend (laughs) she's like what the fuck and then he's like he he and then we're all like we're screaming like screaming because (laughs) he just put mark Wahlberg, a well-known celebrity and molly a girl from new jersey in his threesome list (laughs) like yeah, it was what? very random, but at the same time, he is from Israel, so I guess maybe he doesn't know about all the other celebrities that are better looking, younger, and, I don't know, more uh, more of people that would come straight to mind when you're thinking of someone you would want to have a threesome with. But, yeah, he totally just, like, said Molly when we were all sitting in there, and we were, we were freaking out. But some- we were all just going around saying really funny questions to each other and making other people uncomfortable it was great but Jill, imagine if someone was like you're on my threesome list like out of anyone like that is the highest form of compliment. i know i know i would be honored but something else about birthright is that the nights that you're not out partying at Shalvata is, like, the time when you're just hanging out in your room with, like, every single person on the birthright trip, and you're passing around Tubi, you're passing around wine, like, either way, like, Jews know how to party, and you're getting drunk. <laughs> like, all, every night, I remember also somebody, one of the soldiers brought, like, the bug eye glasses, where it's kind of, like, kaleidoscope glasses that you can see through, and everything's, like, different colors and stuff, like, they were really trying to make us think that, like, we should be going crazy. I remember well, they were playing chess, two of the soldiers were playing chess, and they just gave me the glasses, and they wanted me to wear the bug eye glasses while I was, like, kind of tipsy just watching them play chess to make it think that, like, I was hallucinating slash having a crazy time you're like wait this isn't that fun yeah well i mean for people listening that again don't really like get birthright the point of birthright is to get the americans to move to israel yeah so if you have to get them to hallucinate to do it like yes they're willing mm-hmm. yeah that was no, they, like they are but also oh. it's it's also just about seeing like how many people you can get to hook up with like the amount of people on your birthright trip like soldier to american ratio like the soldiers must leave having hooked up with at least one person yeah you want the israel israelis to get that american experience (laughs) yeah like lasting two seconds yeah (laughs) it's very special it is but also people on our trip like They were doing crazy things. Like, people on our trip were just trying to fuck around. And, like, obviously we want to bond with the soldiers. But, like, some of them were doing, like, illegal things. Well, Joe, we also, like, not as illegal. But, like, we had a pretty successful couple come out of Birthright. But they are not together anymore. Oh, my God. That's so true. They were, like, the most obnoxious people. And I was, like, they are so perfect for each other. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. (laughs) Also... 
Also, um, one of the, the girls on our trip ended up hooking up with one of the soldiers, obviously. But she ended up extending <laughs> and, like, seeing him a bunch of times, which was so cute. They were really cute. Yeah, I, like... Oh, my God, they were so cute. So cute. I don't know. Like, it's a very... You could think of it as fate. Like, oh, these Israelis, like, are all of a sudden on our trip. Like, let's make the most of it. But sometimes it just doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Like, you try your best to get one of the two to move to the other's country, and if it doesn't work out, then you'll find another Jew to do the same thing with. Birthright is, like, a very realistic version of 90 Day Fiancé. There is a 90 Day Fiancé couple where they met on Birthright, and she had him move to America, and now she's pregnant. What season? Um... I don't know the number season, but their name, the guy's name is Alexi, and he's actually probably the hottest guy that I've seen on 90 Day Fiance. I'm not shocked that he's from Israel. He's so good looking. She was the birthright leader, and he was one of the soldiers on the trip. Oh, wait, that's so cute. It's really cute, and they're honestly a gorgeous couple. Because usually the people, like, I've been watching this season, like, usually the people on that show are so disgusting, I can't watch it when I eat. They're also just really desperate people that, like, go online and try to find as many foreigners as they can to fall in love with. And this is the first season of 90 Day Fiancé. Sorry, we're going on a little sidetrack about 90 Day Fiancé, because I'm sure a lot of you don't watch it, but obviously you've seen the memes of Ed, whatever. This is the first season where they're showing people get cat getting catfished. <laughs> Like, they have people that are constantly texting people on on Facebook or whatever, and then you'll see them all of a sudden be like, oh my god, William's Instagram is deleted, I don't know what happened, I'm supposed to go to London and visit him tomorrow. And then she calls him, and it's like a girl, and she's like, excuse me, can you not call me right now? And she's like, William's? (laughs) So that woman, there's a woman named Yolanda who's probably like in her late 50s and she has like four kids and you can just tell she's like a very sweet woman but she's a fool and she thinks she's been dating this guy Williams who is actually like super hot. Yeah, he's like insta model status which clearly means he is a catfish. And like she's just not so it's a little bit like uh, is your personality that good or are you getting catfish? Well also it was one of those things where his Instagram bio was like Yolanda with a heart and a lock as if like like they've been dating for a while but they hadn't even met each other i just can't imagine so basically what jill just said he she thinks he's talk she's talking to this man and ends up being a woman jill have you ever had a friend that's been catfished no neither have i but i but think, I, think I feel like we're too young i feel like we're too young like for us to have met somebody that's like pranking us over the internet one like we grew up with the internet so i think that we would be able to like tell if something was off just because of the way that we all talk to friends and people that we're trying to date and stuff i think that we're much sharper with tracking down a catfish as opposed to like older people that are more likely to fall for it i also feel like our network of people like we'd be we'd be texting our camp friends or like our school friends yeah like if we don't have a mutual friend if we don't have a mutual friend with that person then we most likely know that they're a catfish (laughs) especially if they are jewish because you know like i was telling my boyfriend that like out of the two of us like we know all the jews in the world like even if it's a friend of one of our friend's cousins like we can make that connection yes i would agree with that because like when a jew dates a jew like you basically know all the jews of the world and you are dating a jew yes 
Yes. So, like, we know every Jew. And whenever I would go into Penn Station um, after or before work, I would just see all these men in yarmulkes, and I was like, oh, my God, hi, nice to meet you. I'm Nathan's girlfriend. <laughs> They're like, oh, Nathan, what a guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're, like, you're just, like, in the middle of, like, a bunch of men in yarmulkes, and everyone's like, it's just Jillian. She's yeah. Yeah. She's just doing her thing. I, like, kind of miss Penn Station. I know. It's really weird. Just being in the city, just not being in the city. Also, one of my sister's friends went to the city last night and took a Snapchat. She went to Times Square just to, you know, drive out to Times Square, turn around, and I think she got some insomnia cookies on the way. But Wait, she, she drove from Long Island to Times Square? Yes, just to, like, take a drive. And she took a picture of, like, Times Square and it is so empty I just feel like being back in the city it would just feel so weird because something about the city which all New Yorkers love and hate is that during rush hour like during the work hours you literally are getting shoved and pushed on the streets of New York (laughs) constantly like if you don't get elbowed by at at least two frantic women then like something's wrong I kind of I miss it I kind of love that like I miss I miss the hustle and bustle. Yeah, exactly. That's what New York City's all about. Now when you go, it's just empty. Right, which I feel like most places are empty, but New York being a... When we're used to it being such a place of, like, crowd and, like, rush, when mm-hmm. it's not... It's, it's, like, where's all, like, the pizzazz of New York? Exactly. And I think New Jersey's where it's at now, now. I, I seriously agree. Like, I, I think the same thing. So many people are in New Jersey now and they're talking about these summer houses and they're talking about like still getting crazy and like all doing things in New Jersey so I guess everyone's just moving from one part of the tri-state area to another finally they'll learn New Jersey is the superior state Mm -hmm. it is nice to have like a getaway though like I have a few friends who are still paying rent in the city so they're going back to like their family homes in Jersey and then when they get sick of their families they go into the city vice versa Mm -hmm. Which, like, I don't think is a bad idea, but I don't know about you. I'm super grateful that we're not having an apartment to pay for rent I know. I feel really bad for the people that had just moved in and, like, had to go home immediately. My friend was supposed to move into a place April 1st, but that didn't happen, and she got out of the lease, fortunately. Oh, thank God. See, that just would have sucked. And, like, Uh I, I also have friends that, like, were supposed to pay like obviously having an apartment to pay for and they no longer have a job so yep yeah it just it's a very tough situation and the I know only good part about not having a job is that you're getting paid double with unemployment so like they're low-key making bank for doing nothing right now yeah that's a very solid so point. they can pay their rent plus some they're getting paid like a second tier media person exactly not the assistant, honey. Oh, oh, no, they would not be able to live off of that. <laughs> I'm, like, off the streets. Um, well, so, honestly, I'm enjoying quarantine because as much as it's tough with, like, the rules getting looser, if you will, like, I've seen friends from, like, six feet and just, like, I feel like I have my, like, routine down, my hair is getting healthier, Yes, I have not applied heat to my hair in months, and aside from that, I have not worn makeup in months, and my face and my hair and, I don't know, my, my, I I wouldn't say hygiene, but, like, my body is thanking me for, like, letting it be natural for now. 
Totally. And then, like, the second it hits, there it's going to be like, oh, my God, what's going on? Uh-huh. <laughs> Everybody stay fucking calm. But, that, like, like, my hair feels freaking fabulous, even though my baby hairs are out constantly, and it it's, like, constantly bothering me because there's nothing I can do about them flaring out all the time, especially when I'm exercising, then it's just, like, a crazy scene. But You just need to embrace it, Jill, because everyone has it. I know, I know. Well, like, Jewish people have it. Yeah, all Jews have it, but that's the only annoying part, but aside from it, I mean, like, it's not like anyone's really seeing me, so it's totally fine. It's not a big deal, I promise. Especially, like, doing this podcast, nobody can see. Did you ever get keratin? No. See, like, I used to get keratin so much, which is just, like, a smoothing treatment, Mm -hmm. and... I haven't gotten that. I feel like that really, like, would fuck up my hair, too. See, but if I were to get keratin or any of that, I would solely want it on my baby hairs. Like, I don't need it on the rest of my head. My hair is not as voluptuous as it used to be, and for that I'm thankful because it used to look super frizzy like a lion's mane. It's just these baby hairs because they're so curly and the rest of my head is wavy. But... Yeah, like, why does it happen like that? I don't know. Also, like, baby hairs. I am a woman. I got bar mitzvahed. Why are they still on my head? Like, I am not a baby anymore. You're like, these are supposed to fall out once my titties start growing. I'm like, this was supposed... I'm like, these were supposed... can you, like, stop moving everything? Yeah. I'm like, these were supposed to fall out the day I got bar mitzvahed. What are you... Why are you moving? Are you charging your computer? Yeah. Oh. Um... I was like, wow, she's really getting into the whole, like, motion. I felt like you were doing, like, a TikTok dance. (laughs) No, No, but we love TikTok. TikTok has been consuming a good amount of our time, and it's funny because in the beginning I was saying that I wasn't going to get TikTok, and I was really trying to resist the urge, but being surrounded by people that have it, like, my sister will just come into my room and do a TikTok dance, not say a word, and just start renegating. Well, I feel like also TikTok is so cool for like new businesses because it's the best way to market. Yes. So many people, at least on my For You page, will say like, TikTok made me buy it. And it's like a car cleaner, like um, like something that clean that washes the seats of your car or like some sort of hack that that's like small and easy. I don't know. There's just so many new devices that are coming out from TikTok, like the the hair crimper thing. Yeah, I don't get that, but... Me either. It's like, we have natural waves, so, like, do we need it? (laughs) We, like, get it anyways. (laughs) We're like, I think... I saw it on TikTok. No, but it is perfect because I was just telling Jill before, like, I just saw a really cute ad for, like, a boutique in Texas that I would never think. I also think it's super, like, Jesus-y, but um, I don't care. So I was looking... I immediately went to their website, but there's just so many... Or that TikTok or that coffee gel you tried that right the whipped coffee yeah i haven't tried it i've heard mixed reviews a lot of my friends have tried it of course but don't stop moving the laptop because you can hear it okay um (laughs) a lot of my friends have have tried it and some of them have said that it was disgusting but others have said it was really good i just think that like you're literally mixing coffee grounds with tons of sugar so, for me, I'd rather just stick to my regular coffee with one Truvia than, like, actually put in effort to make coffee. Yeah, I get that. It's, I feel like most people just make it so that they can be like, I did it. To make a TikTok about it. Yeah, and be like, it's 
true. It's good. <laughs> also, I know that we talked about this in a previous ep- episode, but I have given in to the tie-dye trend. Wait, I did we talk about this? I didn't know that. Yeah, we we vaguely talked about how everyone's tie-dyeing and stuff, but I Maybe ordered I, I ordered my sister a sweatsuit, like a white sweatsuit, and then my cousin I ordered her a white sweatsuit and I just got a sweatshirt because honestly I have too much clothes right now. But I got us the dye. I got us the dye and we're gonna be doing it once my sister's stuff comes in. But like for some reason and I don't know if you've ever experienced this, I'm sure a bunch of people listening have, but with Amazon it's like I'll purchase two of the same thing, but they'll come a few days apart. Yeah, I don't really get in like two separate packages. Like I ordered two of the same sweatshirt in the same size, and they came separate days. Um, I haven't really ordered that much stuff off of Amazon, but, Jill, you know where most of their factories are? Where? New Jersey. Oh, I thought you were going to say China, and I was like, (laughs) (laughs) No, New Jersey. But they were hiring a lot of people because there's been so many, like, issues with Amazon and, like, how they're treating their employees, Mm -hmm. and now they have, I would say, one of, like, the best cleaning systems of any of like the delivery places which i thought was pretty cool wow. because Amazon is so popping mm-hmm. and yeah well so we just moved into a new apartment yeah I how's the apartment I, life it's not it's not in murray hill but it's it'll do it's in plainfield baby yeah it's it's cool because uh downsizing is interesting going through like all of your old shit like Jill, I would highly recommend. Oh, you, Jill has been going through her stuff, haven't you? Yeah, I have. So I think it's so therapeutic just to like get rid of stuff. You don't really need that baseball trophy from third I grade. I love getting rid of stuff. And it's crazy because people in my family are the complete opposite. Like they will hold on to a receipt from 2002. Yeah, unless it has like your social security, like fax it. I don't know. Just like. We have so much stuff, and especially downsizing to this apartment, it shows me that, like, we don't really need that much stuff, and it's super cozy, but what I was getting to was that we ordered a lot of stuff off of Amazon, and Mm -hmm. it's like, bam, couch, it's here, bam, rug, it's here, so. Especially with Prime, you can get it ASAP. ASAP Rocky, exactly. Um, Oh, and guess where we're across from, Jill, my new apartment, guess what it's across from? Jersey Mike's. Oh my god, actually very close. I fucking love that place. Oh my gosh. Um, Dairy Queen. Oh god, that sounds like a stomach ache and a half. I know, it kind of is, but it's so good. Stop, I haven't had Dairy Queen in so long, and that's solely because I've not seen a Dairy Queen in so long. I kind of forgot about them until we literally pulled in, and I was like, huh, nice to see you, old friend. Have you gone and gotten something? Yeah, I got an Oreo Blizzard. Yum, I would get Oreo too. Oreo's the best. So it's owned by these two, this family that's like 95 years old. The parents, they're probably going to go soon. But like, they'll pass it down. I know. Yeah. But they're so cute. You know, it just makes you like a store more when like, it's The owners are nice. Yeah, and they have some like history to them and they actually care about the customers. Yeah, support your local Dairy Queen. This is literally turning into a business podcast. I know. Anyways, let's talk about food that we've made ourselves. What's the best <laughs> thing that you've cooked over quarantine? Besides an Oreo blizzard. Just kidding. Um, 
Okay, salmon is ridiculously easy to cook, and I didn't realize it. Really? Do you like salmon? Love. I would love to make it for you. I do, like, lemon garlic salmon. Ooh, that sounds delicious. And then I've been, like, roasting potatoes, and then I get them so crispy that it's like eating a GD potato chip. Wait, so do you cook for your family or just yourself? I cook for my family, because, like... I don't know. My mom does, like, everything. So I'm like, I can cook, like, two or three nights a week. That's so um, nice of you. Isn't it? That is. That is so nice of you. Um, for us, I think this is a new, another TikTok just quarantine trend. We got an air fryer. Yes, that is so quarantine. We've made onion rings, kale chips, french fries, salmon, chicken uh, cutlets. We've just been using this this air fryer in so many different ways and honestly everything that we've made from it has come out delicious like my mom has been making this fake fried chicken and it's like covered in like weight watcher breadcrumbs or something to make it healthy and then we air fry it and it actually tastes so good (laughs) and the onion rings that we made delicious like so crunchy and crispy crispy crunchy i love crispy crunchy onion wings yeah what? I actually love kale chips and like... They're really good in the air fryer. They gotta be nice and salty. Yeah, we put a lot of salt on them. But actually, we ended up putting too much salt on it. Oh, then it's like... Then it's like a little intense and you don't want... You're like, wait, I wanted to be skinny after I ate this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so we've been trying to reduce the salt intake, but, like, you kind of don't need it. As long as you get that crunch and a little bit of salt, then you're fine. But the crunch. I crave. I crave. I know. I know. Okay. (laughs) So something else, another trend, is that a lot of people have been getting pets. Okay. Literally six of my sister, my sister's 25 years old, six of her friends have gotten puppies during quarantine. My best, one of my best friends, she just got a puppy over quarantine. My big just got a cat over quarantine. And my other friend just got three kittens. Kittens? Yes. Yes. It is absurd the amount of pets that people are getting. But honestly, I guess this is the perfect time to train a a pet. Like my... My friend that has her dog, she's been treating it like a literal baby. They sleep next to it, but it's like they have the time. Yeah, but the issue I see is, like, what about when things do get back to normal? Like, I guess if it's already trained, that's a very good point you just made. Is like, this is the time to train it. But, like, if they're coddling it... I mean, what do I know, Jill? I don't know shit about pets. Like, you have to treat a puppy like a literal baby. They cry, they whimper... They want attention constantly. They need naps. Like, they shit like, and pee everywhere. It's literally like a child. So once they're trained, it makes things so much easier, and they end up sleeping a lot and just, like, being cute, like what you would want from a dog. Yeah. Well, like, one of them, they're all fucking adorable, the puppies. Like, there's a bulldog. My friend th- just got a French bulldog. No! It's so cute. I'll send you a picture of it. <laughs> I know they're adorable, but that has been another trend, which is crazy because that is an expensive trend for some. (laughs) Yeah, I would rather do tie-dye than that. It's more financially makes sense. Yes, and it's, like, temporary. If you don't want it anymore, you can throw it out. But, like, with a pet, like, you now have a child. Yeah, and, like, your bad didn't even rip, so. Yeah, (laughs) 
<laughs> I guess that's the best way to do it, though. Yeah, like we were saying. Have you watched any good movies? Um, I'm so boring. Honestly, no, Joe. I'm sorry. Have you? I uh, honestly haven't really either. I watched Lovebirds on Netflix. It wasn't that good. However, something that I do want to talk about and preach so hard, even though it does have to do a lot with our brand, the new Netflix TV show, Unorthodox. Oh, it's amazing. A phenomenal show. So, so good. Everybody, please watch it. I want to read the book, too, Jill. Oh, I I didn't read the book, but we we should do that. I love how it's also based off of, or at least half of it is based off of a true story, like a a, a real person's life. Oh, it's basically all true. I don't think the second half is true, but the first two episodes are true. Whatever. Let's discuss another time. Yes. Um, Have you, like, any artists that have released good albums that you like? Um, Did you hear Lady Gaga's new album? No, but I know she just came out with a song with Ariana Grande, right? Yeah, it's like a whole epiphany because in the music video, Lady Gaga is wearing the ponytail and Ariana has her hair down. No way. Oh my gosh, now I have to watch the music video. But also, I- 6 9 just came out with a new album and Kygo and Lewis the Child has been dropping songs randomly, but they're really good. And obviously, Justin Bieber's Stuck on You, which the music video was like, all right. 6 9s I- music videos, though, are crazy. I just am, like, truly stuck in a 2000s wave of music where, like, I don't even really listen to new music. Mm-hmm. Isn't that so weird? I just am obsessed with old music. That's honestly good. I wish I knew more of the classic, like, I wish I listened to more classic bands and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I really you know, do I, love, especially when I'm working out, like, I need EDM. Like, I need basses to be dropping in my ears so I can force myself to keep going. You're like, I will not drop until the bass does. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> if if the bass doesn't drop, neither does Jill. Exactly. But I, I feel like that's a good place to uh, call it quits. I know. Think? I was just going to say, I feel like this is a good place to wrap it up. So we hope that you guys have been watching more movies than us because, well, actually, our manager has watched 70 movies over quarantine, which is... <laughs> insanity but honestly so much props to her she's making a whole list and she can recommend to you which one she liked which one's not to watch she's That's been a great hard topic i know i know so we can talk about some of that maybe we should have her on as a guest to talk about each individual movie she's watched over quarantine but only if that's what the people want to hear which i'm not really <laughs> sure about but Keep yourself positive. Um, we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you know Scooter Braun, tell us, tell him that we have some delicious cake for him. And um, <laughs> if you know Dave Portnoy, tell him that we are two hilarious girls that are trying to make it in the pod industry. We're trying to quit and our we, day jobs. And we also have cake for him. Yes. <laughs> perfect we love you guys we love you guys thanks for tuning in uh we'll see you next week on another episode of it's unorthodox Unorthodox. bye